Welcome to Aging in Full Bloom with Lisa Stockdale, sponsored by Capital Healthcare Network, an Ohio-based, family-owned and operated company providing solutions that help seniors age on their own terms. Those solutions include home care, senior living, nursing home and rehab care, and hospice. Learn more at CapitalHealthCareNetwork.com. Thank you for listening to Aging in Full Bloom. I can't talk today with Lisa Stockdale. I have a special guest on the line with me. Cassie Barlow. Cassie is a volunteer for the Alzheimer's Association in Dayton, Ohio. Is that correct? That is correct. And you want to share some information with our listeners about the Walk to End Alzheimer's this year in 2020. It's going to feel and look and come off a little different than in years gone past. We all know why, because of COVID-19. Tell us all about it. Absolutely. And um, Lisa, thank you so much for the invitation to join you today. Um, I am just really honored to be able to chat with you today. And I, I think it's really important to start this conversation with a little bit of a mission moment. And that is um, what brought me to this this really important mission that the Alzheimer's Association has, and that is a world without Alzheimer's. Um, it's a really big vision, um, and uh, it's a really important vision. And what brought me here is, uh, unfortunately, um, we lost my mother-in-law to Alzheimer's disease uh, back in 2018, and I lost my godmother to Alzheimer's disease in the early 2000s. And watching them lose their capability to live on a daily basis brought my husband and I to the Alzheimer's Association to give back and to help find a cure. So that's why I'm here with you today. That's why I walk here to end Alzheimer's, and that's why I'm a volunteer for the organization. So you have had some up-close and personal experience with this dreadful disease, and it prompted you to to get involved absolutely in the in the way that you're talking and um, I'm sorry for your loss first of all I know that it is just as dreadful for the um, people that love those people who are directly affected um, as the patients I will call them um, mm-hmm. so you lost your mother-in-law in 2018 that's not too long ago um, tell me a little bit about her journey how long did her dance with dementia? if you want to call it that last was it prolonged was it was it swift how did it look yeah um that's a great great question and and luckily for her um it was a short dance luckily um we noticed um some cognitive decline um in the um uh, 2014ish um time frame and um, and then it just obviously continued to get worse over time um, to the point where she had to go into a memory unit um, and um, have 24-hour care. Um, so it was about a four-year decline, and um, it happened very quickly, but I, I think that might have actually been a blessing that it happened so quickly because I, I know there are many families who are dealing with this uh, with their loved ones for 10, 12 years. Yeah. And um, as you mentioned, it's so difficult to watch your loved one decline and to see them really struggle with daily activities. And um, 
And it's, I think it's important for our listeners to hear we're, we're defining a four year journey as short, um, in comparison to 10 or 12 or 15 or, or sometimes even longer. Um, mm-hmm. four years is a long time. It um, is. Yeah. It is, especially which, as you're watching your loved one, um, lose capability. And, um, and that's what happened. I mean, it started with really simple, you know, um, you know, losing things and forgetting things and, and not being able to find the right word. Um, and then it became, you know, obvious that she was having problems doing normal daily activities uh, mm-hmm. that she used to have no problem with. Yeah, um, I appreciate what you're saying there, too, as well, because I think sometimes people get confused about this disease and they think <clears throat> it's really about for being becoming forgetful and maybe becoming forgetful to the point where you can't balance your checkbook or um, you forget people's names and that sort of thing. But in the end, it's it's way more than that. You forget how to breathe. You forget how to feed yourself. Um, and people sometimes, I think, eh, underestimate the, right. the the nature right. of this disease because they sort of stereotype it as forgetfulness. Exactly. And That's you are, not you are absolutely right. It's way more than I forgot where I put my keys. Yeah. Um, you know, it's when you start to find your keys in the freezer, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Um, that- that's an, that's you know <laughs> that's that's not within the normal aging process. This is not Alzheimer's disease is not the normal aging process. It's not. I'm so glad you said that. And the other thing that we need to be aware of is that when people are experiencing this, they they know in the beginning and probably somewhere past mid stage that. They're doing these things that make no sense. They know that they're losing control, and that is scary. That is scary stuff. So it's not easy for anyone. I mean, people think, well, you forgot. What difference does it make? Well, you remember that you forgot. You find your keys in the freezer and think, what the hell was I doing? You know, why did I put them in here? Um, I'm right. losing my mind. These are the the thoughts that walk crossed your mind. And we know how important it is to feel in control of those things that we can still control, <laughs> um, like our own ability to to reason and logic and understand our own emotions and assign the correct meanings to things. So um, again, sorry for your loss, but um, tell us about the walk. Tell us how we can help, how we can get involved. Absolutely. So um, as you mentioned, this year's walk is different. And the really, really cool thing I think about this year's walk is it is everywhere. You are going to see people walking everywhere. That's kind of nice. Um, it is really fun. So yeah. um, you can you can walk in your neighborhood. You know, you can go to a local park and walk. And the And the key is... You know, obviously, we don't want to gather in big groups, right? And we want to stay safe. We want to keep everybody safe. So what we're going to do is we're going to put our T-shirts on, our Walk to End All's T-shirts, and we're going to go for a walk around our neighborhood. And, of course, we have our sign in our front yard saying when the walk is. Um, You know, our walk in Dayton is the the 3rd of October, but there are walks around the country on um, a variety of dates, um, Saturdays uh, throughout the fall, Mm -hmm. and people People can go to allsalz.org and find a walk in their own community and sign up for the walk. 
And um, the, the concept is you just go out for a walk with your, you know, with your family um, or your, your, your group, basically, the, the group that you've been, you've been hanging out with during this whole crisis. And, um, and before that, before you go out and walk, you can gather online for and watch the opening ceremonies, um, which, are, which will always, they're always very short. They'll be short this year. And then each community is going to have its own promise garden. And if you've never seen a promise garden, um, that is something to log in because it's worth seeing, um, where they will plant um, hundreds, obviously, of plastic flowers, um, that indicate, um, you know, different, different types of people, anybody from someone who may be dealing with the disease right now or someone who is um, just supporting the cause mm-hmm. uh, or someone who is supporting a family member currently who is struggling with the disease. Maybe a caregiver, right? Caregivers as well, mm-hmm. right? And the the promise gardens are just really, really cool uh, to see. So we encourage everybody to to sign up and walk and and try to raise a little bit of money um, for the walk. And the the reason, I mean, the important we're, we're not just going out to walk. Um, we're going out to walk because we want to certainly raise awareness that you know there are five million people in our country right now who are living with Alzheimer's disease. Five million people. And there's 16 million people who are caring for that 5 million. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to know anybody in your um, friend circle or family circle who's not dealing with this, with this disease. So we walk to show our support, to show our advocacy, of course, um, to show the support for loved ones. And we also walk to raise money for research and programming for the future, uh, because when you walk into the Alzheimer's Association to get help, to get assistance, they sit down with you and help you with um, care planning um, and help you understand the disease and help you help the caregivers by connecting them with caregiver support groups. And they do that all for free. Yeah. So it's just an amazing service um, in our community. And um and the other piece is, uh, you know, you've you've probably heard about all of the exciting research going on um, on Alzheimer's right now. Um, there is a company that is very, very close to a drug treatment um, for the disease, which will just be a game changer, an absolute game changer. Um, you know, the only drug right now is one that treats uh, the symptoms. Um, and it only does that for a certain period of time. Mm-hmm. So to have a um, an actual um, drug treatment um, is is just amazing. Um, that not, can, not a cure, just to be clear, but right. a treatment option, right? That we currently the, don't have. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. We're also very close to having a blood test to detect the disease. Mm-hmm. Um, Right now, the only detection, of course, is is through a um, very involved CT scan. So to be able to take blood um, and detect the disease, obviously, is a huge step forward um, in research. So Now, help us understand, because I've done enough of these programs to know people don't always get it. Why would it be important to know that you have the disease before symptoms have manifested. Yeah, so the, the quicker you can diagnose, um, the quicker you can um, take action to try to slow the decline of the disease and yeah. to treat the symptoms of the disease. 
and maybe even do things like change diets, uh, change exercise. I mean, um, the, the sooner the better because then you can understand the, the, the disease process. You can, you can learn as much as possible about disease process. You can plan. You can mm-hmm. um, work with your caregiver to understand what the next stages of the disease are. Uh, mm-hmm. There's so many reasons to understand as early as possible that you may be affected uh, by the disease. Um, so I, I always encourage people, if they're concerned, to go talk to their primary care um, giver mm-hmm. and um, get tested. Go through the neurological testing and figure out what you need to do to get to the bottom of it. Because sometimes, um, you know, you may you may have a chemical imbalance or, or something else, and it's not, you yeah. know, Alzheimer's. Or might not be. Might not be Alzheimer's. Right. But if it is, and you know, early enough, the the I'm going to say it, I'm going to use a wide brush to say it. We're not powerless. We don't have a cure, but we're not powerless in this. And so there are things you can do. There are proactive measures you can take, um, things you can, you can start preparing, as you said, planning. Um, And the more you know, right, the more in the know you are the better it's sure to go. We, we know that. We know that for sure because that uncertainty goes away. Yeah. Um, so in Dayton, it's October the 3rd? The 3rd, yes. Yeah, Saturday, October the 3rd. Okay. And did you know what time the sort of kickoff ceremony is? Yeah, I want to say it's 9, nine o'clock. Okay. Um, you can go to alz.org. Exactly. And, and find out about. and find out when the walk is in your local community. And the kind of cool thing that I love about this is you don't have to go to a stadium and walk a million miles just to get to the track to walk, right? Because um, right. that's how I've experienced it in the past. Yeah. Um, and if you can do what you can do. So you might, this might be an opportunity um, to take your grandmother with you and you know maybe she doesn't want to do a 20 mile walk doesn't have to be that and if you don't have an alzheimer's t-shirt i've heard young people say this mom i can't go because i don't have a t-shirt i'm like don't be a fool get in there and find a purple t-shirt and get out here with us Um, exactly you'll be fine no one's gonna fine you because your shirt doesn't say alzheimer's (laughs) on it exactly and you know what we didn't say, but I think was implied, it is about solidarity. It's also about raising money. It's also about just raising awareness. Right. Right. That's Absolutely. the whole point of this talk, isn't it? It really is. It really is to raise awareness that we, you know, Alzheimer's is the sixth leading cause of death in the United States. Um, and um, one in three seniors die with an Alzheimer's or other dementia. One in three, yeah. Five million people right now diagnosed with it. Um, Sixth Mm -hmm. leading cause of death. I don't know how we couldn't take this seriously. Right, absolutely. This this disease kills more than breast cancer and prostate cancer combined. Yeah. We are... We need to pay attention. We do. Well, well said. Let's leave it right there. We need to pay attention. Cassie, thank you so much. My pleasure. My pleasure. It's been great talking with you today, Lisa. Thank you. Nice to talk to you as well. And good luck on October 3rd. Listeners, do something. Go online. Make a donation, even if you don't want to go walk. Again, it's alz.org. 
As always, thank you for listening. May the road rise to meet you. May the wind be forever at your back. Till next time.